the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. TWD Plant City. WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre-recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. In this walk, you'll have opportunities. And you may not realize how much one gift changed somebody's life. And it'll be many years later that you'll realize what you thought was insignificant was a game changer in somebody's life. That's why you can't minimize because it may seem like nothing to you. But for me, changed my paradigm. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something As I delve into this word, part two of breaking the cycle, part two of breaking the cycle, give him something to remember. Let me clarify the first service started laughing. Uh, I'm talking about him as God. I had to clarify that for the next service because some people. Mm. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. Say good. Say good. 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 Have you ever received a gift that years later you're still talking about it? I don't know about you, but when I was little, shoes were very important to me. I believe it was 1984. Don't look at me like that. And I wanted these blue suede pumas. They tied up. So I told my mama, I said, Mama, I want these pumas. And my mama went to her favorite store. Pay less. And you'll see what she bought me. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, that ain't Puma. <laughs> said, boy, in her Jamaican accent, I just see him ting. A blue, you say you want? They're blue. Gray, blue and gray. Put the shoes on, boy, and go to school. 
And when I got to school, and some of your heathen children <laughs> talking about, ooh, Jomo got new shoes. He got Umas. He ain't got Pumas. He got Umas. You know when you just want to. I said, golly. You know, I, I didn't realize I was asking God some of my issues. I realized there was a season in my life that I wanted to be a good athlete so I can get the free shoes from the basketball team. Because if you made the basketball team, they bought you Nikes. I didn't realize how much it motivated me because I saw the basketball players when they made a team. Come on, y'all. They got new shoes. In this life, there'll be certain gifts that you're going to remember. My mother had a boyfriend. His name was Trevor. He's my, my little brother's father. We had one of them homes. Look at your neighbor and say, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you have people in the house called Mr. and Uncle. Come on. Am I, am I the only one that's been in the house where they got these people in the house? He ain't your daddy, but... Am I the only person that had, my, my house is kind of like interesting? Joe, call him Uncle Gary. Uncle, uncle. He, 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 he family? Why, why uncle, why uncle in your room? Look at your neighbor and say, ooh, who he talking? That's, that's true. Y'all know y'all be naming people different names? Call him Mr. This, Uncle This. Anyway, Focus. And man, Trevor bought me some white Elise sneakers. Them things were so clean, y'all. I brush them every day. And I mean, when I got older, I gave Trevor money. I said, you don't understand what that gift did for me. In this walk, you'll have opportunities and you may not realize how much one gift changed somebody's life. And it'll be many years later that you'll realize what you thought was insignificant was a game changer in somebody's life. That's why you can't minimize because it may seem like nothing to you. But for me, changed my paradigm. I realize that people often struggle with giving for five reasons. Lack of knowledge. <laughs> if you want to grow something, you have to sow something. You can't grow what you didn't sow. Ah, some of you are waiting for a harvest that you never sowed for. That's called a pipe dream. Fear of lack, if I do it, it's funny. I was teaching at the golf course on Friday. It's amazing that at one of the most prestigious golf courses in Tampa Bay, they get crazy Jomo to teach. And I'm like, why did they have me? And 
And he says, Joe Mullen, we like you because you just punch us in the face. You don't care about our titles and dick. No, I don't get it. No, I'm just going to shoot straight. And an older gentleman said, Jomo, you really challenged me today. I said, what you mean? So he says, I'm 68 years old. And I got plenty of money. But you really challenged me with giving. He said, but when I, st-. so then a, a man that was in his 50s came, had the conversation. He said, man, Jomo, you really challenged me. I said, what, what? He says, I'm struggling right now with my giving. And the older man says, guess what? I started giving and it went like this. I started giving a little bit more, and it went like this. I said, so why are you struggling now? He said, because the flesh, I may die or be sick and not have enough money. I said, the same faith that got you in the beginning is the same faith that's going to get you here. But he, so he, the older man told the man in his 50s, he said, brother, it works. And I didn't have to say anything. He says, it works. But what happens if you don't have knowledge you will be blinded to what God has set up for you. Past failures. It didn't work for me before. I didn't, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to stop giving to people because they didn't say thank you. Let me help you. This is good. When a seed is sown in the ground, the earth doesn't say thank you. Because see, one, see the seed says thank you because... The seed needs the soil, the environment for it to grow. Jesus said, unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, there is no new. Someone else will do it. That's, that's true. Someone else will do it. But their seed takes care of their need and your seed takes care of. <sighs> we went to the amusement park and they asked me, where's my ticket? I said, well, she paid for me. They said, no, no, no. You got to pay for your. They already have enough. Ah, I'm not going to teach you on that now because I got to get into my message. I talked on last week. Now, Hannah. Hannah is barren. She wants kids. She's been doing it one way. But now she's going to switch it up. Because if you want something different, you got to do something different. So she wants a son. So what is she willing to give? You're going to hear the story. Hallelujah. All right. First Samuel 1 and 1. There's a certain man named, uh, named Ramathian Zophan of the hill country of Ephraim, named Elkanah, the son of Jeram, the son of Ehu, and the son of Tohu, and the son of Zoph. And Ephronite. He had two wives, one named Hannah and the other named Paniah. Paniah had children, but Hannah had none. This man went up from his city each year to worship and sacrifice the Lord of hosts at Shiloh. Hophni and Phinehas, the, the two sons of Eli, were the priests of the Lord there. When the day came to Elkanah's sacrifice, he would give portions of the sacrificial meat to Paniah, his wife, and all her sons and daughters. But Hannah, he would give a double portion because he loved her, but the Lord had given her no children. In biblical times, they thought it was a curse, uh, but that's not always the case. There's many reasons why a person may not have children. It's not just God didn't want you. Amen? Verse 6, Hannah, Hannah's rival provoked her bitterly to irritate her and embarrass her because the Lord had left her childless. 
So it happened year after year, whenever she went up to the house of the Lord, Paniah provoked her, so she wept and would not eat. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. People often wonder if God still speaks, and the answer is yes. The real question is, have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed, and Him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like He spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab your copy. God bless. Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. That means she fasted. Where was she being harassed? It says it right there. Every time she went to God's house, there was somebody getting on her nerves. Look at your neighbor and say, ooh. <sighs> Let me help you. Wherever there's people, there's problems. Let me go to this side so you can hear me. Wherever you have people, you will have problems because people bring problems. Now, why is it so critical? I want to touch on this. So many people allow people to dictate their purpose. God will call you to a place for you to do something and you let somebody talk you out of what God called you to. With every position, there is opposition. Everyone say with every position, there is what? So that's why, if you notice, whenever you get a promotion on your job, you get more haters. Because with every position, there is what? So just go ahead and build it in. Whenever you get a new position, expect opposition. So, the Bible says, whenever she went there, the lady who would harass her. Everyone say, I am responsible for my response. Come on, say, I am responsible for my response. One more time. I am responsible for my response. 
You cannot control what they say or do to you. But you can control how you... Because your response is your responsibility. Now, pastor, why is this so critical? Ooh, glory. Galatians. Let's read this, church. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but only faith and and working through love. Okay, let's say it again, Jamal. But only faith activated and expressed and working through love. Say it one more time. But only faith activated and expressed and working through love. Now, break it down. Faith works through love. Faith works through love. My faith muscles are activated when I'm in love. Not sex, not marital love, but agape love. When I love my brother. So, this is the trick of the enemy. If I can get you to be offended Now, your faith don't work. Because the Bible says, if you have an alt with your brother, (laughs) take it to the altar, go to the brother and fix it. If not, your prayers are hindered. So what you're doing, since you got a beef, drama, stress with somebody, now you have blocked your prayers. Now, the question is, is it worth it? So, faith works through what? So, I have to keep my heart right and not allow myself to be offended. It is so easy to be offended. They hurt my feelings. So... There's big prayers you're praying for. But yet, in your heart, there's some people you hate. There's some of us walk in church and don't say hi to anybody. So, when you do that, you are showing me where your heart is. So the Bible says, out of the heart, the so if your mouth is not speaking, You just gave me an EKG on your spiritual heart condition. Because see, that means you're offended, therefore you cannot. Because out of the heart, the mouth. So when you can't speak, you're telling me there's a condition in your... Then you're also telling me your prayers are not being heard. You're wasting your time. Because faith works through... First John 4, 8 says, for God is love. First Corinthians 13 speaks, you could do all these things, but if there is no love, it is worthless. So it works through love. So how the enemy gets you is he keeps you offended, keeps you angry. And then you try, try to pray to God and the accuser, the devil says, Mm-mm. Lord, you can't give him that. Because they still got an issue with, with nasty nanny. Remember, 
vengeance is mine, says the Lord. It's not your job to get back at people. God saw it. God knows it. And God going to deal with them. The reason why I say this is Hannah never allowed what was happening to her to change her heart. And so many times when people are getting on your nerves, it changes your what? Now, why do you say this? Because, see, if you're asking God to do something for you, the first person you got to check is you. Is my heart right? Is there any area in my life where I have an open deficit? Is there any person I have not forgiven? Is there any person? Because guess what? The two things that kills every Christian, unforgiveness and a lack of repentance. Acting like you got it all together. No, you don't. All have sinned. All have fallen short of glory. None of us in here are perfect. We all working on something. I know you look good today. But if God smelt you, that perfume don't cover up that funk. You put all the cologne and CK and... Look at your name and say, I don't know what he's talking about. I smell good. Oh, God. So faith works through what? So anytime you see things not working in your life, check out any open deficits. Is there somebody haven't forgiven? Is there un- unconfessed sin? Okay. First Samuel 1 8. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you cry? Why do you not eat? Why are you so sad and discontent? Am I not better than ten sons? Be careful trying to give a solution that's not your problem. Remember, the Bible says in verse 1 and 2 that he already had a wife and kids. So he's giving her a solution to a problem that's not his. Until you walk in your brother's shoe, just keep your mouth coughing. Just say, I'm praying for you. Verse 9, so Hannah got up after eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on his seat beside the doorpost of the temple, the tabernacle of the Lord, Hannah was greatly distressed, and she prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. She made a vow, saying, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on my affliction of your maidservant and remember, everyone say remember, and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a son, then I will give him back to you all the days of his life. A razor shall never touch his head. Whoa, 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 whoa. She is giving what she don't have. Some of you have and don't give. She is committing what she has not even received yet. What's this called? Faith. Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. She says, Lord, even though I haven't got it, I'm giving it to you like I already got it. Glory. I I hope you understand what's about to happen right here. What she lacked is what she had to sow. I keep on teaching over and over. Whatever you lack is what you got to commit to. Gosh. Remember, God is not moved by need. God's moved by faith. God didn't move until she made a vow. She'd been praying the whole time. But God said, give me something something to remember. 
Give me something to remember. <laughs> Verse 12. Now it happened. As she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli was watching her mouth. Everyone say consistent prayer. James 5, 16 says the fervent effect of prayer of a righteous man makes much power available. But notice in verse, I like this. The back part says good. Consistent heartfelt prayer makes power available. But guess what you have to do before you start asking God for stuff? Clean up your mess. The same thing I told you earlier. Don't come to God asking for stuff or your room ain't clean. I'm speaking about your kids. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.